When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My partner wants to cuddle in bed at night, but eventually I want my space so I can get some sleep. In this scenario, you consult a little trick that Ross invented called the hug and roll. You wait for your partner to drift off to sleep, then you hug them and gently roll them over to their respective side of the bed. Hug and roll works every time. What are your thoughts? And I do think this is a very big thing with compatibility with your partner of how long you want to cuddle. Yes. Because the worst feeling is you snuggle up to someone and you immediately feel them kind of be like, okay, how long are you going to be here? <laughs> yeah, they just stiffen <laughs> up and you're like, well, now this is so awkward. Oh, I've had that where I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Am I bothering you? I can't get like one minute. Oh, yeah. excuse me. You're in my bed. Yeah, right? exactly. Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Sparrow. And I'm Molly DeMillier. And we've got a great episode for you this week. We are at 100 episodes, everybody. Can you believe it? Holy shit. This oh is crazy. God. Yeah. I'm like, oh my, I was doing it last last week when I was editing and I was like, oh, 99. I was like, next week is 100. Yeah. Can you believe we sat down here 100 times? <laughs> <laughs> a lot has happened in 100 episodes. Yeah. Technically 164 times if you count Patreon. So oh, join the Patreon gang if you want extra. But uh, yeah, this is nuts. Any any thoughts up top? God, I feel like we've actually come very far. We have. Yeah. You know, I think when I think back to our first few episodes of just where we were at as human beings, <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like we've made a lot of strides, which in yeah. some ways is kind of sad in of like looking at where my life is at of like, hmm, this is progression, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I feel like we've come a long way. I'd agree. Yeah. I think we found our flow a little bit better with the pod. Oh, for sure. But I mean, of just like the way that you and I handle situations as mm-hmm. people. And I think that was one of the biggest goals that we had when we first started this. Of We were like, we want to get better. Because really like an impetus for people who haven't gone back and listened to the first episode or don't really remember is that like, we both kind of failed out of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like for me, this has become a very therapeutic thing mm. and- help me communicate things better or actually like understand what I should talk to potential partners about. True. Very true. We're getting there. It also makes you like have to keep your word. It does. Or when we're like, yeah, this advice. And then when we're in the situation, you're like, well, you know what you got to do, even yeah. though it's hard. Yeah. And even just to put ourselves out there, because I think that was something that you and I really wanted from this show too, was to force ourselves to not only do uncomfortable things, but to be vulnerable and to try and find a relationship because it was so easy at that point for both of us just to sit on the sidelines and be like, nah, not for me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is going to be everyone else's game. I'm just going to, you know, not worry about a relationship and kind of take the L. Yeah. And well, especially now that we've really got Patreon going, <laughs> and, uh, I feel like I just got to have a story for you guys every week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 
Well, you know, as we said, we don't believe you can just manifest a relationship. You got to go out there and do something. Yeah, it's so, about the reps, baby. Got to shoot that shot, everybody. <laughs> so keep shooting your shot. Uh, and this week, we are going to do kind of a fun episode. Yeah. Of uh, Last week, I mentioned I've been on a friend's binge. And as I watch the episodes, there's always these lines and these debates of like men versus women in relationships. Yes. So I was like, there has to be an article highlighting some of these debates and questions. And we found one for you. Yeah, we did. So it's basically relationship lessons we've learned from friends. The show. Yeah. Uh, But first. first, Jinx. (laughs) We've done this a hundred times. First, uh, to celebrate the 100th episode, we do have a cool giveaway for you guys. Um, we are giving away a womanizer vibrator um, once we get to 500 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I think we just have a handful left. So be sure to get yours in there uh, ASAP Rocky and we will be selecting the winner and announcing hopefully by next week's episode. Yeah. So leave us a review, guys, if you haven't already. Uh, and if you already have, you are also in the drawing, as always. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that, too, we are sponsored. Yeah, we are. Talk about coming a long way, huh? Yeah, baby. Uh, Sunset Lake CBD. Uh, SunsetLakeCBD.com and use SGS20 for 20% off. As you guys know, we are, I mean, this is the Sunset Lake CBD stand uh-huh. podcast, you know, mm-hmm. like this, these are our boys. But I had an interesting situation with some Sunset Lake CBD. Okay. A new tip for CBD? New tip. Hot <laughs> new tip. Uh, okay. Coming hot off the press. I, uh, I recently had a gentleman call her over. Um, gentleman caller gentleman caller okay all right (laughs) we can call it that sure (laughs) you know my mom listens to this uh it was you know very um cordial uh anyways he snores i knew this Mm. it's you know it's a repeat offender um and so i went prepared from bedtime because he said he was sleeping over which we all know how i feel about that but i let it happen um and I was like, I'm never going to sleep. But ding, ding, ding in my brain. I was like, we got some Sunset Lake CBD in the cupboard. Took some of that. He's snoring away. And I'm still able to pass out. Oh, wow. Look it was right in my ear <laughs> all night. And I was just like, thank God for Sunset Lake CBD. I'm going to I'm gonna snooze. I, I don't hate this method. I think this is a good plan. Yeah. And uh, I just took the regular CBD because I was a little nervous that if I took the melatonin that I would fall asleep before sexy time. So uh, it was a oh, fine wow, line. This really was a plan ahead. Oh, I knew exactly what I was getting oh, into. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You got to toe the line a little bit. Mm, okay. Next time I would probably just bite the bullet, take the melatonin and get the game started sooner. Right. Because we know we have an hour window based on what you learned. Based on my lessons yeah. from last week. <laughs> yeah. So it'd be like, pop the melatonin CBD, get the games going. Okay. So, right. yeah. I don't hate it. So SGS 20 for 20% off. SunsetLakeCBD.com. Uh, if your partner snores, another hot tip. <laughs> Take some CBD for you. <laughs> All right. I think we just got to get into this episode, though. Okay. I'm game. Let's do it. So this uh, article is called The Best Dating Advice from Your Friends, and it is published in Bustle. Um, so I guess off the top, Erica, you've been rewatching. Is there any piece of dating advice from the show Friends that sticks out to you that you're like, they absolutely nailed it? It's not actually in this article, but one that sticks out in my mind was when Rachel is uh, offered basically a job at Bloomingdale's or like an interview through some guy she just meets when she's out at a diner. Uh, And she's telling Ross when they're dating at the time. And 
Ross is like, yeah, that guy's not being nice. He wants to sleep with you. <laughs> and her and Monica are being like, no, he's he's just a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He wants to help me out. And at that time, uh, Rachel has basically no experience in the fashion industry. Right. So take that in mind, too. It's yeah. not like she was already killing it in the game. She was the coffee shop waitress, and that was basically it. So <laughs> Ross is like, no, this man just wants to sleep with you. He's not just being nice. Nice. Men are not nice. They don't believe him. And he just goes, Joey. Are men ever nice for no reason? And Joey just goes, no, only for sex. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I thought that was pretty hilarious. I think maybe it's a little bit harsh of a truth, but uh, our good buddies, uh, Corinne and Christina from Guys We Fucked, they always say like an older man is not really trying to be your friend. Yeah, and I agree with that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you and I both have platonic male friendships, but they're ones that we've had for a very long time. Yeah. And we're not just out there making buddies off of dating apps or that right. kind of thing. Anyone who says, like, let's stay friends. It's like, no, you're going to get a late night, like, text or DM. Right. And none of them were trying to do nice things for us. No. They're just people that are in your circles. You know, you keep seeing around. You build friendships with. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, I do kind of agree with this. This random favor out of nowhere, someone really going out of their way and doesn't know you at all. That dude's probably into you. Absolutely. Or a woman. Women do this, too. Oh, yeah. I've done this, too, of being like, no, I'm just being nice. And in my head, it's like, no, you know, you like this guy. Right. And that's why you're going above and beyond for this dude. Yeah, 100% been there. And as the person who does that, <laughs> it usually doesn't work out. No, no. no. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, because people will take advantage. Also, like, because of favors, nobody owes anybody anything, especially sexually. So it's like, also keep that in mind. <laughs> right, yeah. No one owes you, you know, jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> but- <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been there and I've watched friends do it, uh, female friends specifically. And they're just like, no, like we're friends. I'm just being nice. And I'm sitting there like, you like this guy and you're just not admitting that you like this guy. Right. So we've all been there. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That's a good one. I rewatched friends a couple of times a while ago. One of the things that like sticks out is when this isn't really like dating advice, but it's kind of like coping with breakups and, Mm. uh, it's. I don't remember who gets broken up with, um, but the girls are sitting on the couch and they're like just eating ice cream straight out of the container. And Uh one of the guys gets broken up with and he comes in and they all just like sit there and are eating ice cream together. But it's like the non-fat. And the guy was like, what the hell is this? Or something. And they're like, well, when you get screwed over by men so much, you got to switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to switch to low fat. Yeah. It was Chandler, by the way. Yeah. Chandler gets dumped by Janice, I believe. Oh, okay. That's right. Mm -hmm. That I'm like... I remember watching that as a kid and not really like getting it, but it's like when you go through breakups, it reminded me, actually, I thought about it during our, uh, when Space Jam and I broke up mm. and you just like came into my room with our roommate at the time, Cameron, <laughs> with like a bunch of snacks and wine. And it was like, okay, your friends are going to pick up the pieces. Right. And I think that's so important of in dating, like you're going to take the L's and there's going to be people to pick you back up. And like you're as long as you have a community of people, like you're going to get through it. You're going to be fine. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So yours was more fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it was just a more specific that I remembered. Um, Yeah. Can I say this? The one thing I don't agree with friends is the whole Rachel Ross on again off again. No. And I think it kind of gives a false hope to some relationships because I think like I for a long time in my early 20s was that on again off again person Mm -hmm. with many people are yeah many people are and and staying friends yes is another part of it yes and thinking that like it's going to be fine that one day like you're going to have this happy ending and like no Mm -hmm. most people are not the Ross and Rachel 
No, and especially uh, they make uh, his next wife, the Emily girl from London, out to be this bad guy of her being like, I don't want you being around Rachel. Right, which is reasonable. Right, and they're all like, what? That's crazy. That's insane. And I'm like, no, Emily sounds like a real grown-up adult who has right. reasonable expectations of like, oh, this woman you're in love with. And then, you know, of course, says the name at the altar. Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> that alone. Um, but yeah, just even the fact of like, oh, this woman you dated truly loved and all of you just hang out all the time together. Yeah, like clearly she's your one that got away. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely not. All right, so this article. So the first one is, The question, when a guy breaks up with his girlfriend, what's the appropriate amount of time to wait before you make a move? Phoebe says, I'd wait about a month. Monica says, I'd say three or four. Joey says, half an hour. (laughs) Which, typical Joey. Um, And the article says, Monica also doesn't think you should make a move move if it's your assistant. And most of all, heed Joey's advice and make sure he likes you. If he doesn't like you, it's a moot point. But how can you make sure someone likes you? Yeah, you just got to dive in, I think, and yeah. figure it out. But I don't. I feel like three to four months is way too long. They're gonna That's get scooped way up. Way too long, especially no, no, we no. know attachment styles. Mm-hmm. If someone's secure, they're always in a relationship. Three to four months, they're gonna be off the market. Yeah, half an hour, very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I will also say, okay, I know the half hour is the punchline, but don't be their uh, person. To console them. No. And break up. We've talked about this before. Yeah. No. Of, because if you become that person, then they're not going to see you likely romantically. Yeah. I've been that person. Yeah. So, no. Do not recommend. <laughs> uh, but it's also like Joey's character is this, um, you know, he's like, oh, go for the rebound. Like. Yeah. His, his line comes from most men immediately after break up will go out and hook up with somebody. Right. So he's basically being like, be that person. Be that next person that slides in. But that doesn't mean they're going to date you. They probably won't date you mm-hmm. if you do that. Like, you'll probably get laid. Yeah, but oh, for sure. You're going to have a quick win, but you're not going to win the long game. It's the, it's the easiest time to make out with someone from SNL, you know? <laughs> <laughs> when they're fresh off of break <laughs> So uh, watch the cast and so, uh, yeah, when they have know, breakups. Pay attention to people's Instagrams. <laughs> That's all you want. You can slide in real easy. That is very true. Uh, easy to get a good make out after a breakup. Yeah, and I would agree on assistant. Anyone that works below you slash work with, if you can avoid it. Uh, it's messy. Do not recommend. Yeah. Have you ever dated someone you worked with? Uh, I guess comedians count, so technically. Yeah. But not like dated, dated. Gone on dates, yes. Yeah. So... But I it's did. Very tough. It's awkward. It's really awkward. Mm-hmm. I would not recommend it. Nope. Um. Honestly, I like Phoebe's window of a month. Yeah, because the big thing you have to go based on is like, if you know this person, you'll kind of know how they are and how they are gonna cope. So like, I have a guy friend who went through a breakup and it was a very long relationship, couple years. Goes through a breakup. He's the type, he doesn't want to go out there immediately and, like, hook up with someone. Okay. So, it's like, if you know him and you know that, it's like, yeah, that's a guy. It's like, yeah, it's got to be at least a month. Yeah. Of, like, he's just chilling. He's kind of sad. Which is the more healthy way to approach it. Just be sad first. Otherwise, it's going to, like, creep up on you later. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, And I think that's why you don't go for the quick hookup is because mm. that person isn't processing their emotions no. and then once they do you're gonna kind of get this like dumpster fire of a person oh yeah which we don't want a project Mm-mm. okay so how do you think you should approach it though because this is tricky how do you make a move 
Um, I think if you if you know this person and you know they've just gone through a breakup, I'd say invite them to some type of group hang. Okay. Of just a kind of like a slightly friendly of the just like, oh hey, me and some people are going out doing this if you want to come. Just trying to get them kind of back out. And also then you can see how are they socializing? Are they still this sad boy in the corner? Or are they like kind of back to being themselves? Mm-hmm. And that also puts you in an environment that you guys can talk more and get to know each other more and also not be talking about their breakup because you're in mixed company. Right. Yeah. Because avoiding talking about the breakup, I think, is important. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on just being very direct of like, hey, I know you're going through a breakup and like now it's, I'm not saying like now, but just in general, if you would be ever interested, like I would love to go out sometime. Oh, I'm for that. I was just going to say do it after like that friend hang. Oh, okay. I like, I like the friend hang as a test of, first of all, do they come? Because that's when they're going to open up and kind of be like, uh, you know, I'm kind of like not in the headspace to be social. I don't want to bring the group down. Mm-hmm. Like, so I like the kind of seeing it out. And I'd say after that, another time, say something of even just being like, hey, if you'd ever, you know, want to get a drink sometime, just me and you, I'd be down for that. And kind of same vibe you said of like, whenever you're ready, if you want to go out sometime, like I'd love to go out. Okay. And okay. then that leaves it to them. Yes. And yeah, I, I think you got to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Because here's what else we'll be telling if you invite them to the group. If they start asking you about one of your friends. So that's the yeah. gamble. That's yeah. the gamble is you might have a friend that they go, oh, she's cute. Um, Oh, do you think like she'd be interested in me? I'm interested in asking her out. Yeah. That also just shows you like, okay, you're back out there. And also shows, oh, you're not interested in me. Yeah. Oh, I've had that happen before. Of I've had it happen many times. <laughs> yeah. Not even this like exact situation, but just like hanging out with a guy, being like kind of into them and doing the group hang and then have them ask about your friend. You're just like, oh, I love my friend, but I really hate them right now. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks, but it's also telling. And that's, right. you know, that kind of is almost like a rules move of it's like, hey, he is interested in someone else. He's not making a move on you. So let it go. Right. Okay. So the next one. What do you do when your significant other is mad at you for referring to them by your ex's name? We like to refer to this as pulling a Ross. I'd like to think that most of us wouldn't make this mistake during something important, like say your wedding day, but who hasn't slipped up and said the wrong name in the bedroom? Still a mess, still the worst. Take Rachel's advice on this one and just give them anything they want. Unless that anything is to it's to get rid of your ex and close friend who you're still in love with. Actually, in that scenario, I think you have bigger issues to work through. So this is what you were referring to in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Of Emily is right to be like, oh, um, yeah, I don't want you hanging out with your ex that I think you still have feelings for. Especially anyone you truly were in love with. I don't really see how it's possible to be any level of friends or be around them a lot. No, definitely not. That's no. just, no, that's brutal. No, that's awful. And I think everybody's lying to themselves in that situation. For sure. I also don't think Emily should have married Ross after he said the wrong name. Oh, yeah. You know, I think she did screw up on that one. Have you ever called someone the wrong name who you're dating or been called the wrong name? You know, it's funny. I never called someone the wrong name to them, but I have to my friends. Oh, yeah. And then they're sitting there being like, when did you talk to so-and-so? And And I was like, "Uh, what? And I didn't even realize I did it. And that is eye-opening of, um, especially if you're someone that has a type where you're just like, oh, I'm dating the same person because yeah. <laughs> my brain just interchanged their name like it was nothing i've just forgotten someone's name as i'm telling a story to a friend and then i'm like well i don't care about this as uh-huh. much as the story makes it sound well, the big fear of this is like okay if you said someone else's name in bed to that person yeah but i think it would more often happen if you were arguing with your partner yeah i don't know i've 
I worry about it in bed because I do. I like to say a name because oh, okay. I think it like I think guys like it, but I'm sure they like it. I just don't do it. I've been, I mean, I've been on Hot Girl Summer. We know mm-hmm. this. And I had to be very, very careful mm. recently of like, don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> do not fuck this up. Oh, the minute I have that thought, I'm going to fuck it up. So I just say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like using like when I get nervous that I'm going to say the wrong name, I'll say like baby or babe. But like, yeah. uh, I don't know anybody like that right now. Mm. To be able to say those pet names. But it's mm-hmm. like, that's just a... That's protecting both of us. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but I just feel like if you were, whatever your last relationship was, if you were fighting a lot, then I feel like the next time you if you have a fight in your new relationship, you might indirectly just be like, you know what, Adam, or like whatever name yeah. was the ex, because it's almost ingrained in you if you're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm fighting with my ex. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's like when my mom used to get mad and she would just go through all my siblings names oh, yeah. like there were times where she would just like yell the dog or the cat's name because yeah. she would be like i'm just so mad yeah uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't I've been matter yeah. where it's like you know what carla and i was like erica and i was like erica whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah my mom would do that she'd be yelling at me uh yelling at me about something that one of my siblings did and be like that's not even me and she's like but you're here right now i don't even yeah. care <laughs> oh man i mean okay what do you think you would do if you were in this situation you said the wrong name you said I, your ex's name okay so i say the wrong name uh like this advice is like oh give them anything they want and i'm like well that also yeah as I don't we like see that. in the show friends and i think in real life is kind of that thing of just like okay how, how long am i going to be punished for how exactly. many things am i going to have to give you and and not compromise and just give you what you want so yeah. i don't think that is like the healthy way to do it no i don't think so either because i feel like like you said it's just like how long am i going to be punished it's like yeah no i think you have to have a conversation about it of like I made a mistake and you have to be real of like, well, in this situation, Ross is clearly still in love with Rachel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're still in love with that person, I think you got to let the person that you're with go. Like, that's not mm. fair to them or figure out a way to get over them. But, but most likely it's just like, it's a slip up. Yeah. And I think you can just say like, I'm a human. I made a mistake. Like, I, yeah. I do care about you. Like, because I think if, if someone gets mad over one name mistake some that i mean on the the scale of mistakes that can be made mm-hmm. that is relatively small yeah i feel like you might not be showing your love in enough ways or they're not seeing it mm. that's like there's other insecurities that are going on mm. yeah i mean this just makes me think of like man how do poly people keep it all together <laughs> you know? oh god <laughs> you got several yeah. relationships going on i i feel like they can't be mad if you slip up a name. It's like, well, no. you, I am currently also dating Adam and right. you. So, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Or like text the wrong person. Oh, we've yeah. all done that where you yeah. like send a screenshot to the wrong person. You're like, oh, oops. Or you screenshot a message of someone that you're like seeing and you accidentally send it to them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We've all done that. Yeah. Because that's indirectly who's on your brain. Right. And you're like, uh, fuck. Yeah. I'm like this. You just got to apologize. Own it. And like move on and yeah. say it was a simple mistake because i'm like also if your partner can't let that go it's just like okay well what's gonna happen when we have a real problem yeah exactly all right so the next one what does we should do this again really mean knowing the language of dating is an essential life skill and the cast of friends is definitely fluent according to monica we should do this again means you'll never see me naked phoebe thinks i think we should see other people means haha i already am mm. And as for Joey, a regular professor in dating linguistics, he thinks 
it's not you means it is you. And you're such a nice guy means I'm going to be dating leather wearing alcoholics and complaining about them to you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, those are like several different things. Yeah. Um, I remember this scene of basically Rachel sitting there being like, well, every time they say that, I always get another date. So everybody else is saying at the end of the day when someone says, oh, we should do this again sometime, usually means you are not seeing them whatsoever. Right. Which I've had this go both ways. Yes. Because the big thing was they were trying to teach Chandler to not say that to a woman if he wasn't going to take her out again. Yes. And I'm like, I've been there of someone says it and I agree, but I don't want to go out again. Or I've been there where the guy says it and then I never hear from him again. And I would like to. Yeah. I think it is like Chandler was doing. It's like, I don't know. It's just a nice way to end the date. And I'm just trying to not be an asshole. Yeah. It's a good like segue to exit. Yeah. Um, I think there's definitely other signs of like whether you'll see them. I think like. I think what they're getting at is like the vagueness of it yes. isn't great. Um, but if someone is like, we should do this again, like I'll text you. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that, I feel like is a better indicator. But yeah. yeah, if I ever leave a date and it's super vague, I kind of figure it's like a 50-50. Yeah. I don't, I don't really look into it too much. Same. Mm-hmm. Especially a first date. Yeah. Because people are just trying to be nice. If anything... The only thing I think is for sure is at the end of the day, if neither of you imply anything about seeing the other person again, you don't hear from each other. It's oh, like the mutual, yeah. nobody contacts anybody. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Those are like, so nice. Well, nice to meet you. You give a hug and it's like, yeah, have a good weekend. Like, yeah. But I get it of we've all been in that panic where you're just like, oh yeah, sure. Right. And you don't want to seem like way too eager. Mm-hmm. I do agree with Phoebe's thing, though, of I think we should see other people means I already am. Yeah, I'm already interested in someone else. Yeah. And I think especially in, you know, today's casual dating where most people are seeing a lot of other people of just like, I don't think that we should take this to the next level. It's like, Uh yeah, I'm definitely sleeping with other people. Yep. Or uh, the it's not you. Is it is it ever the really it is not the other person? It's definitely always something to do with the other person. Right. And whether like the person saying it also is like going through some stuff, they'll go through it for the right person. Exactly. You know, so it definitely is always the other person. Yeah. Or they'll want to confide in you. Yes. So that's another part of it. Yeah. Like, okay, I don't see myself confiding in you and trusting you. So therefore, I don't want to date you anymore. Right. Very telling. But I would say, though, the like whatever it is. If they're not articulating it and there wasn't something, you can't think of something major that has happened, Mm. it's probably just something out of your control. Yeah, for sure. Because how I've done this a million times of just scrambling my brain of like, what did I say? What did I do? Was it like this one comment? It's like, no, it wasn't that. It's Mm. just there's something not clicking and that's very okay. Yeah. And I've, uh, when I'm like binging whatever relationship coaches stuff for the pod. Yeah. So many of them, when this question comes up of like, what was the reason they all go, it's actually going to be a reason you don't even think of. Yeah. They were like, anytime I've actually gotten the reason I've been like, oh, that was it. Yeah. And it, and it's again, something not in your control. And it's usually such a weird little thing that kind of just gave the other person the signal of like, you know what, this isn't going to work long term yeah. or I don't want this person to be my boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Yeah. Or sometimes it's just like, you know, we've all been on the other side of like, I like this person. I think they're great. But like something just isn't here to take this to a 
yeah. bigger level. Just a gut feeling. Yeah. And it's funny that like uh, I had that before the breakup with Eggs Benedict of I just had this gut feeling that just went, you're not marrying this guy. Yeah. There was some voice that just popped in and just went, well, you're not going to marry this guy. Yeah. And then when you get that voice in your head, it can't, it can't get out of your head. No. It never no. leaves. You're just like, yeah. damn. You're like, why'd you have to interrupt my good time? Yeah. Come on, voice. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun over here. Right. I do think... Okay, the you're such a nice guy means I'm going to be dating leather-wearing alcoholics and complaining about them to you. I don't think that's what it means. I think it just means I don't want to fuck you. Right. I don't know. I do think that sometimes, though, especially, like, women won't date the nice guy because they do kind of want that, like, bad guy and, like, the thrill. Mm -hmm. I do. I think there is a little something there. There is, but I think I, I'm more looking at my life now of when friends go on dates and a couple dates with someone and they're like, he is a great guy. I just don't have that attraction to him. Yeah. And even if like we kiss and I just, there's just something in me that's doesn't want to be physical with them. And that's why they'll go on a few dates. They're like, I know that can grow and it can come. But mm -hmm. if you don't have that, it's hard I, I don't that's how i feel a lot of times when i feel that he's such a nice guy but i don't want to date him it's but literally that aspect have you ever just been at a point in your life where like i really just want a thrill from somebody or i want to be with someone who kind of like i don't want to say spark but like someone who's m just gives me more of excitement it's not that they give me more excitement it's me just more going someone i'm excited about Mm. that I just get very excited of the idea of even like going on a date with them, mm. which usually typically is just infatuation. It's not actually really liking that person. It's like more lust. Uh, so yeah. it's like, yeah. So sometimes it might be like, oh, this bad boy kind of guy. And other times it might just be like a really good looking guy or whatever yeah. it is. Or it's often someone that you know, you're like, they're not a good guy. They are a player, whatever it is. You're just mm -hmm. like, I know that and I know that this isn't going to end well, but I still want to go after it. Right. Because you're like, it's going to be a good time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes the nice guys, you're like, yeah, but there's just like nothing extra here. And there's just like this fear that it's going to be really boring. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I get that. For sure. Yeah. I don't know about the leather wearing alcoholics. but <laughs> <laughs> That's an extreme. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. Okay. The next one. My partner wants to cuddle in bed at night, but eventually I want my space so I can get some sleep. In this scenario, you consult a little trick that Ross invented called the hug and roll. You wait for your partner to drift off to sleep. Then you hug them and gently roll them over to their respective side of the bed. Hug and roll works every time. What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm in the camp as well of like, I would like to cuddle for a little bit. And then there comes a point to sleep kind of on your own side yep. and in your own pillow situation. Yep. Uh, and I do think this is a very big thing with compatibility with your partner of how long you want to cuddle. Yes. Because the worst feeling is you snuggle up to someone and you immediately feel them kind of be like, okay, how long are you going to be here? <laughs> yeah, they just stiffen <laughs> up and you're like, well, now this is so awkward. Oh, I've had that where I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Am I bothering you? I can't get like one minute. Oh, yeah. excuse me. You're in my bed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, -huh. uh, Hilarious. So... My gentleman caller did this move to me last night, mm -hmm. and I knew that we were doing this episode today. <laughs> and I like, died. I was like, I can't start laughing in his face right now. Yeah. There's way too much to unpack. But yeah, I got the hug and roll last night, and I appreciated it. Oh, okay. You know, if, like, yeah. I like my space. Mm -hmm. You know that. So I was like, okay, see you later. Yeah. This is an episode that was very much a like, 
this is a super stereotypical woman thing. And I don't think every women, woman feels this way. If anything, I know more women in my life that have been like, my guy really wants to cuddle the whole night and I don't like his arm under my neck when I'm going to sleep. Yes. Men are so much more cuddly than anyone will ever admit. Uh-huh. And they're always the ones that like, they just want to be touched. And okay, I've met so many men recently that really want to be the little spoon. Every guy does. We've, we've talked about this on an episode. It drives me insane. They want to for a little bit. And yeah. I get it because I've been the little spoon and it's great. Yeah. It's nice. But I'm like a little, little spoon. Oh, so I know. trying to like wrap around a big man. I'm just like, I feel ridiculous. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> like, I know. I, I can't reach. Yeah. It's either, you're either one way or the other. Either you're a cuddly person. I've had the guy like, I get into bed and I'm not immediately next to them and then pulls you over. That's kind of hot. Which is hot. It feels really yeah, good. Yeah, it but, does. But that just makes me go, oh, you're a cuddly person. Yeah. Because then, like I said, I've had the opposite man where I was like, oh, excuse me. Sorry, sir. <laughs> Am yeah. I bothering you? Yeah. We're only in a relationship. I think they have to initiate it because that's happened to me too. Of Like those moments where I'm like, oh, I'll be like sweet and I'll go to cuddle and I just like feel them be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Uh, but so I like to play the little game of like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing this until you cave okay. and then you watch a man slowly break down and then he'll grab you and pull uh-huh. you. And it's so satisfying. It is. Yeah. This feels yeah. nice because you yeah. feel wanted. Yeah. You're like, you wanted me for sex and you also want me for this part. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I almost feel like this might partly have to do with like upbringing and stuff that mm. this might be a weird question, but do you know if your parents are both like cuddlers? So... My dad is very cuddly and my mom is more like That's me. my parents. Yeah. Too. It's the same thing. My mom is always like, why are you touching me? <laughs> He's like, because I just want a hug. Uh, it's also that oldest, youngest thing we talked about on the birth order episode. Your dad is the youngest. Yes. Your mom is the oldest, right? Middle. Middle. But she okay. she acted a lot more right. like the oldest. Yeah. yeah. My, my parents are oldest, youngest. And mm. okay. So it's my dad also hates being alone. So does mine. <laughs> Our dads are the same person. Well, they're the babies. We established this a while ago. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, but they're also the babies by a lot, right? A lot yeah, of years. Chunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, this is something that is like so sweet to me, but also like, <laughs> it's hilarious of like, my dad is a six, five man. Okay. My yeah. mom is five, four. She's small, but like mm-hmm. a big man, you know, they still just have a queen. They've never upgraded to a king. Oh, my God. And so many times I've been like, you know, my mom's like, trying to think of a birthday gift. I'm like, why don't you get a king bed? And my mom was like, your dad doesn't like a king bed because anytime we stay in one, he says, it feels like no one's there and I'm just by myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a man comment. But I was like, that is kind of the point of the king bed. Yeah. you feel like you truly have your own space in there. Yes. It's nice. It's amazing. But it's just so funny. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And my mom is the type she's like, yeah, I like a little but like. He wants to hold me the whole night and then she doesn't sleep well. Yeah, no. But she kind of just lets it happen. I guess that's why they're together. I don't know. Oh, man. God bless Angela. Fun quote from Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. How do you make someone think that you want to have sex with them? For legitimate reasons or otherwise, take Rachel's expert advice. Just act like everything around you turns you on. Rub every inanimate object across your body. Macaroni and cheese. Knives. Everything. <laughs> okay, she doesn't advise that, but Monica fucks it up and does those <laughs> items. Rachel, like, very is very good at it of the advice she gives. She, like, plays with this towel in a way that's just, like, slightly sexual. Okay. It's just, like, slightly stroking it. But it's more of, like, your face and looking at the person is what I think it is. Yeah. Even in this example, it's almost like I'm so distracted by talking to you and looking at you and you have, like, my 100% focus. 
I think is the real way to let someone know, or at least it hints to men of just having really good eye contact and smiling and honestly not saying much and just getting them to keep talking. Yeah. I feel like rubbing things across your body is weird. I'm trying to think of a way of like literally like rubbing something across like your chest or something that's not really fucking no it's way too extreme yeah it's more just body language in general so i think the eye contact almost like you're literally being like entranced by them yeah because i've been there too if i've had i've been with a guy friend and they'll be like they'll talk to some girl and the minute she walks away they're like i think she wants to have sex with me and i'm like what What? how do you know from that conversation and it's literally just because this girl had like such good eye contact and just was like focused on them yeah i've also seen like playing with an object work as almost like an entrance of like a what are you doing like this actually happened to me last night of like we were laying in bed watching tv i was just like playing with the back of the remote like clicking it and because i'm just really awkward and he was like what what is happening he's like give me that so it forced him like grab my hands Uh, okay and then he was like come here and then like pulled me into cuddle so it is also like a bit of an entrance of like it gives them something to grab onto that isn't Mm -hmm. you first oh for sure yeah, this just makes me feel like we should do a whole episode that's about, like, body language. Ooh, yeah. So I like that. I'm like, we've got to find something on that. Yeah. It's, it's just it really is in your body language. Oh, for sure. Okay. I think I have commitment issues, but I really want to get over it and make my relationship work. What should I do? For this, we seek Joey's infinite wisdom. Jump off the high dive. Stare down the barrel of the gun. Pee into the wind. So basically, face your fears, but don't actually pee into the wind. That won't change anything. So, I mean, I agree with that of like if you have commitment issues, but you want it to work, you got to get over your fears and just commit to someone. Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird to say like make the relationship work because I'm like, are you already in a relationship or is it to just be like, I am in a relationship? There's different levels of this commitment. Right. And like also what are the things that are getting in between commitment? Is it that you get flaky or is it that you cheat on somebody because you're gonna have to take like different approaches yeah (laughs) uh and handle that a lot differently and i think like a great example is our friend khalid he became ethically non-monogamous and it's like okay well he realized that that was a solution for him to still be able to have relationships that work in his way Mm -hmm. and so i think it's also really understanding and processing like what it means for something to work for you sure yeah, I was like, I mean, this question in general, I feel like is a big, uh, big, you got to go to therapy and figure out what the root of that is. Oh, for sure. Because uh, I'm not going to say who, I have a good friend uh, who said he had commitment problems. And I was like, what? Because in my brain, I was like, I've seen you in relationships. You're a great boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You are committed. You're not at all straying or like tempted to stray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, his commitment thing is, no, no, the commitment beyond like being in love, but then making the step to get married. Oh. He's like, I'm kind of terrified and I don't. I feel like I'm never going to be able to pull that trigger. And it's like, okay, well, you're aware of it. Yeah. Uh, and whatnot. But I was like, ooh, I've, I had yet to hear a guy or really a woman kind of be in that spot of like, no, I want to do the relationship full speed, except that part. Yeah. Well, that's also similarly to what we kind of felt like was probably Space Jam's problem of mm-hmm. these like three to four month things. Of like, yeah, you can get into a relationship. You can be a great boyfriend. But there's always a finish line. And it's like that is not 
the other person's fault and then just like kind of out of nowhere it's like yeah this doesn't work anymore yeah it's not your fault molly (sighs) thank you thank you (laughs) i'm perfect everyone should want to date me yeah no i'm dating people like that too where it's it's just a three to four months yeah it's like okay yeah you like when it's fun and then the minute it gets a little bit hard or a little rocky or i want an answer to a question or it's just not new anymore yeah and it's Mm -hmm. like okay then you can't get deeper yeah or a lot of (laughs) i mean a lot of men i've dealt with they will commit to me privately they're not cheating. They're not yep. staying. They're not a bad boyfriend. But it's it's like our relationship is only between us. Yep. And nobody in the world truly knows about it. Yep. So when it comes to like, oh, I'll come to this thing with my friends. They're not going. They absolutely will not be there. Right? Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, that's another level of commitment. Yep. Or And then it's like they can't hang out with you because they're hanging out with their friends. It's like, well, what if we were all friends? Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like, that's a relationship. Yeah. And any of you listening, uh, go to therapy. Please. Yeah. The lump of God. You should go. You should yeah. really go. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's all this article has. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice that you've gotten or even given to any of your friends in real life that you're like, okay, that's something that has like really stuck with me? Mm, I might need a minute. Do you have an answer ready for this? I think... The thing that has really like stuck out to me the most as I've gotten older with dating and talking to my friends is the ones who are super honest with me. And I think that's something that was so great about this show is that like, yeah, obviously it's scripted, Mm -hmm. but they were so brutally honest with each other about the scenarios they were in. And so that's why you're able to have these conversations about the context. But some of my best friends are just like so straight up with me. Like, I had one friend the other day tell me about kind of this like hot girl summer vibe that I'm on. She's like, you're not processing anything that's happening in your life right now. And like, <laughs> it's going to explode. And like, there's, there's a lot of deeper stuff going on. And she's like, I'm actually like worried about you. And I she's like, and I don't want you to be upset with me. I was like, that's a real ass friend. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, I needed to hear that. Thank uh, you. You know? Yeah. Or like when you get upset in those scenarios, and you're like, it's cause you're right. And I know you're right. And I'm mad that you're right. Yeah. Mm. But it's like, okay, those are the people who... You don't have to agree with them, but they're going to bring up the points that are trying to make you a better person or trying to make the other parts of your life better. Yeah. And I think that's how you grow in other relationships is by being able to have those real conversations. I'd agree. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm like, the one thing that we've talked about before is our friend Carrie saying at a certain point, love is a choice. Yeah. Like you do love that person, mm-hmm. but you still have to like choose them every day and work towards it every day. Yes. Which I do agree with. And it gets hard to yeah. do that. It does. Um, that's like the kind of a vague one I can think of. No, I thought that was a really good one too. That it's not like this magical, lustful thing every day. No. Um, yeah. And I guess the other thing is... I think this is also something as you get older, but it's okay. This thing I like, but it's hard because a lot of people don't do this is like a lot of people will not actually give you an opinion about your relationship while you're in it. They only give it to you when it's over. Right. Friends. I think that will point out stuff to you while you're dating someone or true friends. And especially like, cause you bring it up. Yeah. That's the main thing. It's like, if I bring it up, it's like, yeah, I'm opening the door and I want to hear your opinion. Yeah. That's not the time for you to be quiet. Yeah, absolutely. And I think similarly, I've said this a couple of times, like one of my absolute best friends when I was like getting back with an ex one time and she was like, yeah, I think this is an awful idea, but like I will always be there for you. So like, mm-hmm. please always come talk to me. She's like, I 100% disagree with what's happening. <laughs> but if it works out, like I will stand next to you on the day that you get married. And she's like, 
if and probably when it doesn't like you can call me and cry and like right. i'm going to be here and like don't think that you can't tell me things because i disagree with you and i think those are the ones that's like okay this transparency is like really healthy mm-hmm. and like you need those people in your life and it helps for your friend to say that because i've had people definitely in that scenario they get back with someone and they know i don't think it's a good idea even though yeah. i don't say it it's like because right. you've shit talked this person to me so much yeah. and then when they get back suddenly this friend is very distant and not talking to you that yeah. much and it's like Because you know all the shit talking you did. Right. Or you're just afraid to hear what I have to say and you're not giving me the chance to even like vocalize. I mean that too. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'd say uh, for me, it would be my friends and family of like when I'm dating someone and then they are meeting them and stuff. Hearing their overall impression does matter. Yeah. Now, a lot of times people have valid observations that you're not seeing. Yeah. That's like uh, when Space Jam and I broke up and the first thing my brother said to me was he's he will call you in about two weeks and you can get back together with him if you want he was like not gonna judge you he was like but the amount of anxiety that you are gonna have every single time he calls you because of the way that breakup went down yeah he's like you are never gonna be okay with that and then i was like i really like needed to hear that because i don't think i would have i wasn't really in a mental place at the time to be able to draw that correlation of this will be what will trigger my anxiety Mm -hmm. but i know i would just constantly feel that because all the trust was gone oh for sure so like that person from the outside to be able to say like this person has taken your trust and like they need to rebuild it and they might not be able to Mm -hmm. ever well i think that's it yeah i I was like listen to your friends people yeah join the patreon you really want the behind the scenes of all these stories yeah uh which is patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot and uh you can just join to help support the podcast it's like buying us a coffee every month five bucks a month and uh, I have a caffeine addiction, people. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And SGS20 uh, for 20% off at sunsetlakecbd.com. And leave a review to win your womanizer vibrator. Yeah. Win your vibrator, guys. Uh, and thanks for listening with us till episode 100. Yeah. We love Feels you guys. Good. Love you. And see you next week. Bye. Bye.